Go to the Word. I know I took some time. It's a good day at church. Amen? And I know I'm on. Some folks told me they brought somebody last week and they said, Oh, I don't know about him. Usually takes you about three times with me. It does. And after a while you go, Well, that's just the way the guy is. You know, let's go to the message. Come on, the substance. The key is, can you come here and learn something? And I got men that never went to church in this room. And men that didn't like to go to church. Or went and they caused they went, but they didn't get nothing. We, don't, we want to give you something here, amen? Because we can all go hit the golf ball, go to the beach if we're just going to do nothing. Amen? So that worship this morning, did you see all the work they put into that? You think you just pull that off? Let's just, let's just pick a banjo. Let's sing. Are you kidding me? Tons of work. You know? And this is work. Roger, a little bit of work by me. So it's time for you to work. Ready? Let's go. Come on. The Substance is our series we're in. It's on faith. Next week, we'll shift gears and move toward Easter. And it's going to be a series. Call His name Jesus. For He shall save His people from their sins. Call His name who? Call His name Jesus. All roads lead to heaven. Excuse me. Call His name Jesus. Those that call upon the name of the who? Jesus, right. That's how you get saved. Is that what the Bible says? I'll make that up. Call His name who? That's next week. We'll take it right through Easter. We'll go right there with Good Friday concert. We'll finish up on Easter. Be down at the beach. Don't worry about where that's at. Just go to Inglewood Beach at that circle. Big shell in the middle. You'll see we're right there. Be a crowd. Amen? People are excited to get outside. I've got a whole trailer park that called me and said, we're coming. whole trailer park wants to come. I say, come on, because they've been shut down. They want to get out. Amen? So they're coming. We want you there. Come on. The substance. Here we go. Push me, Raj. I am so late. Because of Lance. You made me late, son. Here we go. Go ahead. Three words the message today. Say it with me. In due time. One more time. In due time. You almost know my subject already, and that is waiting. You ever said that? It'll happen in, you'll get it in, if the Lord's meant for us to have it, it will get it in our own in due time. Let's talk about faith today. Waiting and not running. Waiting and not running. There's a whole segment of the church today that just says something. They say, name it, claim it, and they think they get it. It's not scriptural. This is scriptural. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if uh, I Dream a Genie was really true? It's not true. I'm sorry. When bad things happen, it happens. It's called, you know, a lot of times in life, you just have to get a job. Did you ever hear that say? Yeah, but I believe in God. If I just do it, it'll come. No. How about get your towel out of bed and go get a job? If you want something extra, how about get you two of them? Amen. Say. If you want to get ahead, how about sell that big car payment you got and drive something a little more humble? Amen. Sell the house that you don't even own if the bank owns it and find you something you can afford. I mean, that's called, that's called work. Amen. But there's a lot that would just rather say, well, God, amen. This is, this is the Word of God. Waiting, not running. Waiting, not running. In due time. Let's talk about it today. Who's measured the waters? 
We're talking about faith as the substance of things hoped for, as the evidence of things not seen. There's only one that deserves our faith. It's Jesus Christ. It's God Almighty. Okay? Now, we can, we can encourage others. We can tell people, you know, I, I believe in you. I understand all that language. But when it comes right down to it, our faith is in Jesus Christ. Who is He? Who is God? Who is God's Son? Who is the Holy Spirit? The Trinity. God in three persons. Who is He? Here's who He is. Who hath measured the waters in the hollow of His hand, and meted or measured out heaven with the span, and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales, and the hills in a balance? Can you do all that? That's what He does. This is who you're putting your faith in. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. When you believe in Jesus Christ, you're not believing in a nobody. You're believing in the King of kings and Lord of lords. You're believing in one who says all things are possible. This is powerful. Who is he? Who hath directed the Spirit of the Lord? Who hath directed the Spirit of the Lord? Or who is God's counselor and has taught him? We act like we're teaching God a thing or two. Can't believe God let this happen to me. We don't explain it to Him. With whom did He take counsel? Who instructed Him? Who taught Him in the path of judgment? Who taught God knowledge? Who showed to Him the way of understanding? I talked to a young man yesterday who struggles with his faith. I said, when something good, and he, he's a very upbeat person, who do you give credit to? He loves his mom. I said, who do, you thank, do you ever, who do you thank for your mother? I know you thank your mother, but is there anybody you think of to thank because of your mother? His name is Jesus. Every good and perfect gift comes from who? From Jesus, from God. This is who He is. Who showed to Him the way of understanding? This is who God is. Look, behold, the nations are as a drop of, in a bucket. The big shots of the world. They're counted as a small dust on that, little, on that balance. The big balance of God is a grain of sand. Behold, He takes up the isles of the sea. It's a very little thing. This is how strong God is. You hear me? How big He is. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? Boy, a lot of people wish they'd have read the Bible. Look at this verse. It is He that sets upon the what? Upon the what? Circle of the earth. Boy, people that believed in a flat earth theory should have read the Bible. Isn't that crazy? You might learn something if you read the Bible and your faith will grow. Who, it's He that sits upon the circle of the earth. The inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers. That's how big God is. God's not trying to put you down. He's just trying to just, you know, just get you in shape here a little bit. How are you going to have faith if you think it's all about you? It ain't about us all the time, guys. I mean, we got a big God. There's things in your life you can't handle. A lot of it, and it's going to get more as you get closer to your end of days here on this earth. It's going to get tougher for you and for me. 
that stretches out the heavens as a curtain. This is God. And He spreads them out as a tent to dwell in. To whom then will you liken me, God says. Who shall be my equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high. Behold, who's created these things that brings out their hosts by number, the stars. Look, He calls them all by what? Name. By the greatness of His might, for that He is strong in power, not one fails. But you can't make it. Child of God, believer in Christ, blood-bought, heaven is your home. Names written in the Lamb's Book of Life, but oh, poor me. Man. Help us, Lord. Amen? Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord? The Lord doesn't see me. He doesn't understand. My judgment is passed over from God. He doesn't even know I exist. Have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator, the ends of the earth, He doesn't faint. Thank God. He ain't weary. There's no searching of His understanding. Incredible. Keep looking. He gives power to the faint. Amen. To them that have no might, He increases our what? Are y'all alive with me today? Okay, y'all just listening, ain't you? Good. To those who have no might, God increases their strength. Keep looking. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Now here's our scripture today. Ready? Here we go. Say it with me. Here we go. Now say it with me. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not... Let's do that again. Y'all ready? Come on. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Mike Schick, I think that's your verse, my brother. 2,200 miles Appalachian Trail, I think that would be a verse. For one more time, for Mike's sake, let's say it. Here we go. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Let's just thank the Lord for that Scripture, right? Come on, is that a great verse? Woo! Amen! So let's try to unpack it real quick. And uh, we're doing pretty good, but hang in here. Come on. Wait doesn't mean but those that wait. We're talking about today in due time. We read those Scriptures to show you who you're talking about. Who is God? Who is He that I can wait on? Who is He that I can put my trust in? That Scripture says that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Who is He? That's what the Scriptures are for. And now this incredible verse. If you wait, there's four things that's going to happen. Let's just look at it. Now wait, first of all, wait on the Lord. Wait doesn't mean do nothing. That's what we think. Well, I'm just waiting. That's not what... Wait is an action. Let's keep pushing. Wait's an action word. Wait is actually doing something. Instead of running ahead of God, it takes a lot of force and fortitude and humility to keep yourself under. You know, that's a, that's a fruit of the Spirit. Temperance. 
to keep yourself under, to keep yourself under control. And sometimes under control means I'm not... How many of you just got so far ahead and made a total wreck of something? Can I see some? I mean, I just was an absolute lunatic. How many of you said something just, man, and you wanted, now you wish you could take it back? Let me see some. Man. Which, oh, why did I just shut up and wait? So what I'm trying to say is this takes a lot of effort waiting on the Lord. Y'all hear me or not? But is it worth it? Is it worth it to trust in the one we just read about? As big as God is, and I'm a, I'm a believer in Christ, is it worth it for me to wait? When we built this building, we lost people. I think about 100 at one time because we didn't borrow money. I wonder how that made me feel. I didn't like it. Hurt me. And they were awesome people. These aren't horrible people. They just were tired of what? And it was nine years. I can't blame them for, you know, getting frustrated. But aren't we glad we waited on the Lord? Yeah, but yeah, give the Lord the credit. Not me, give the Lord the credit. Amen. Let that be a lesson to all of us. Waiting is worth it. Waiting is worth it. You just think about it. Something you're facing, something you're struggling with, waiting is worth it. I don't know what your thing is. Yesterday, totally out of my control. My daughter stabbing pain for two days in her ribs. We took her in. Find out it's a, an appendix problem. Then yesterday morning, the surgeon comes in and said, no, it's ruptured. And maybe it has been for two days. So obviously you think about, but totally out of my control. And I'm in what they call the surgery, guess what they call the, the room? The what room? The waiting room. She went into surgery. She told me later, she said, the assistant to the surgeon said, Hey, Elise, I taught you Sunday school when you were in about the fourth grade. He said, everyone in this room, this is according to my daughter, everyone in this room, he said, is a believer. And she said they put anesthesia on her and they were holding her hand because she was crying. She'd never been to the hospital. She's 30 years old. It's not like me. I mean, I could write a book on these places. <laughs> ah, hospital, that's easy. You know what I mean? Under the knife, I've done it many times. I like it now. They say, we're going to put you on us. I've been waiting for this. I had a colonoscopy this week. I get in there. You talk about this being our town. It's my town. It's our town together, but mine, I take ownership. I'm laying in there, you know, stripped, basically, with this little thing laid on me. And the, uh, I hope, are you here, Miss Nurse? She says, she says, here she is. I mean, this is very vulnerable. And she says, she says, are you going to be as crazy in here as you are on Sunday? I'm like, great, great, yeah, that's beautiful. But anyway, but you know, waiting, waiting. Sometimes we have to, right? But those that wait upon the Lord, wait a minute, shall renew their strength. So let's look, wait, 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 wait. Wait is making a conscious effort by faith to rely on God and commit myself to seeking His guidance. Waiting is making a conscious effort by faith to rely on God. 
and commit myself to seeking His guidance. It's a conscious effort, though, that we're making. You see how much energy is going into waiting? This is an action word. I think waiting is a lot harder than... Just walking on, running through. The idea of waiting on the Lord is acting on what God says to do. That's waiting. Moving as God says move. So waiting is, is not sitting there doing nothing. Okay, wait, it's acting on what has God said do. Now go ahead and move, but wait, don't move at your pace. Move as God says move. And respond as God says to respond. That's what waiting is. Y'all hear me or not? Say. Let's just keep looking because of time. The key ingredient to waiting on the Lord is really important. The key ingredient to waiting on the Lord is what? Say it with me. One more time. It is what God says. But now here's the problem. We get kooky. Well, God said, God said borrow 20 million. Oh, it must be true. God said it. If anybody ever tells you that, any church you ever go to, God said borrow 20 million, I want you to think about it. I want you to raise your hand and maybe go, uh, uh, have we ever considered waiting on the Lord? Now, they'll probably kick you out of the church, but I'm just saying. It would be interesting. Question. Here we go. Are there things that I should be acting on, moving on, and responding to that God has already said to me in His Word? Are there things as you're waiting that you can say, and the good chance is what? As you're waiting, oh, I've done everything I can do. That is such a lie. What has God said? What's some things that you can do? What's some things that He's saying to you in His Word? In His Word. So waiting, waiting is this. It's acting, moving, and responding on what God has already said in His what? Word. Now, if you don't know the Word, then you're going to have a hard problem with waiting. But as you have the Word of God, you memorize the Word, you have the Word, and you don't have to know all the Scripture verses, but as you start to hear the Scriptures, for example, the Lord is my what? For God so loved the... I can do... Through, who, see that? All things work together for them who what? Love God. You hear that? In the beginning, God did what? Created us. You see what I'm saying? You can start, you start, you start, and you have the Word of God in you. And you start to hear and start to know how to move. Amen. Y'all hearing me? But do this. Another question, though. Are there, are there times when I need to be still, be still, be still before taking action, moving forward and responding? Are there times? And a good answer is yes. There's times when you absolutely need to be still in your life. We're talking about faith. Sometimes we think faith is just, if I believe it, if I got, you know, I got. Now listen, sometimes faith is waiting. It's being still. It's believing. And that's really what you're doing. You're just going to step right there and you're going to believe. Say believe. I'm going to just believe. That's where I was yesterday in that waiting room. I was just believing. But it really hurt me, man. It really hurt me. And I know to some it might not be a big deal, but to me it was a big deal because that's my baby. And when you read something like decades ago, it was fatal. It's really scary, you know? And I woke up yesterday just brokenhearted. I, I, I was good all through the night. I was good from 7 o'clock to 3 a.m. in the emergency room. I was good. I was strong. I was with her. I was great. Never had one thought that she wouldn't make it. 
But then yesterday morning I woke up and she's not going to make it. What happens if she doesn't make it? And I struggled. And I don't just lay in bed and cry. That's just not me. And I just lay there and cried. Kim was asleep. She had worked so hard. She had been up through the night as well. I didn't want to wake her. It was 6 o'clock, but I had to. And there's that wife of mine. I grabbed her hand, and she sleeps like a rock. So you got to grab her hand, and you got to, like, put your leg on her, you know. But then I told her, and I was crying. I woke up thinking she's not going to make it. And I said, but I'll be okay. that make that help you. Because God's always been good to me. He's always been good to me. And I will be... So did she make it? Yes. Maybe that was about me. Seeing where are you, Gary? Are you still with me? God, God's speaking to me. Are you still with me, Gary? You going to keep serving me? If I take the dearest thing on earth, not to make me a hero. It broke my heart. I don't want to go through this stuff. But that's what waiting can do sometimes. I don't know if you get my drift. Sometimes the waiting, the hard, the broken in times, that was just something yesterday. I'm sure you've got things that far outweighs that. But who's bragging? What we're trying to do is learn to do what? Wait. And so far, so good. Amen? So far, so good. And life is like that, isn't it? Number two, put your hope in the Lord. Number one, we talked about do as God says. Number two, put your hope in the Lord as you're waiting. Hope literally, literally means the word hope. Does, I hope maybe so. Thank so. That's not the Bible word hope. It literally means a what? As you wait, be confident. As you wait, be As you wait, be as you wait, be on who? On you or him? The one we read about. All those things he does. That's how you do it. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you. Here's our word in what? What's it say? Cast all your what? Because he what? And it said what before that? Due time. Due time. I won't have to wait forever. Say that with me. I won't have to. One more time, I won't have to I won't have to wait forever. And you know during that waiting you're gonna learn, you're gonna grow, and you just might even have some fun along the way. You might grow as a couple. You and your kids might get closer. During that eight hours in the emergency room, I'm there, they were just slammed. And so they can't give us a lot of attention, but we're in the room. And me and Elise had the best time. She told me things she had never told me before. She's been seeing this fellow for a good long while. I don't really know him like I'd like. And she just was able to talk about him. Tell me things. And the guest who was in the waiting room with me, he came along a little later. Him. How'd you like to be in the waiting room with me? In due time. 
Things have a way of working out. Yes or no? Roger, we're out of time, buddy. Cast your anxiety and stress on the Lord. Amen. Put your hope and trust in the Lord. Just keep pushing me, buddy. Hoping in the Lord means that I'm confident that as I am still before the Lord, I know He's going to take my mess and my stress, and He will bless. Who said that? I did. I'm going to be famous. He's going to take my mess, He's going to take my stress, and He's going to... What's the other option? Poor me, can't make it, it's going to be terrible. He will take my mess and all the stress, and He will... Even if it doesn't turn out like I want it to, I know I'm His, and I know I'm going to be blessed. Amen? In due time. I'm going to encourage you. I didn't get to the first, did I? Sorry. Sorry about that. You want to look at it, Rod, real fast? What, do we put the verse up again? I'll act, move, and respond on what God says. Pop it up. I'll put my hope in the Lord, knowing that He cares for me. And in due time, He's going to help me act. He's going to help me move, respond correctly, and successfully in my life. Would you say the verse with me one more time? One more time. Slowly. But they that... Did we talk about wait? Okay. When you wait, He's going to do what with you? That's number one. He's going to renew your strength as you wait. That's number one. You don't need me to preach it to you. That's number one. He's going to give you renewed strength. Number two, you're going to do what? Mount up with what? You're going to mount up with wings as eagles as you wait on the Lord. He's going to renew that strength that was gone. He's going to start to give you some flying power. How many of you did not think you could make it through what you went through? Can I just see a hand? Amen. And I know a lot of your pain. And you might not think you were flying, but that's what you were doing. He was holding you up in the air. He was holding you up in the air with eagle's wings. Number three, you're going to what? And not be what? How many thought you could never, you could never even leave the house again because of what you've gone through in your life? Anybody would be honest and say that with me? That was me. I didn't even think I could put that could go outside again. What? You mean I can run again? <laughs> it doesn't mean, Ugh! no, it just means in life I can run again. Okay? I'm not out of gas anymore. And number four, they shall what? And not what? What a great verse. What a great God. The key today, waiting. Waiting is not doing nothing. Oh my gosh, it's doing a lot. Let's thank the Lord for His Word. We've got to go though. Boom! Amen! Good stuff. Amen. Let's get on our feet. Come on. I keep you every week, don't I? I'm crazy. Hey, we come to church, man. We've got to have some Word, baby. Amen? Love the worship. Got to have some word. Come on, let's pray together. Lord, thank you for this day. Bless this scripture to our heart. May all listening today, may they go to Isaiah 40, 31. May they put to memory this verse. May it be life changing. I just pray you'll help them. We don't know when we're going to be in the waiting room. I want to be ready for the wait. Help me. In Jesus' name. Last thing is this, guys. There's one thing you don't want to wait on, and that's putting your faith in Christ. 
It's all done. He paid the price. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead. That's one weight that needs to end today. Put your faith in Christ today. Would you say today, I'm going to put my faith in Christ, not in a church, not in something that I said I said sometime, whenever. But I want Christ in my life. I want to be living in me and breathing in me and moving in me. And I want to be His vessel. I want to serve Him, live for Him. I want to know when I die, I'm going to heaven. Why not today, guys? Why not today? Put your faith in Christ today. Can I lead you in a prayer where you could do that right now? Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. You didn't die on the cross because I'm good. You died on the cross because I'm bad. And I need forgiveness. And so, Lord, I'm putting my trust in You today. Tell Him. Lord, I'm asking, forgive my sins. Wash me clean as white as snow. Because, Lord, I put my faith in You, that You died on the cross, that You rose from the dead, and that You love me. Lord, I'm not garbage to You. I'm I'm of great value to You, so much You shed Your blood for me. I don't understand it all, but best I know how. I am not putting my confidence in me, Pastor Gary, or Fellowship Church. My faith is in You, Jesus. Help me, Lord, I pray to live for you in Jesus' name. Amen. With heads bowed, how many would be strong enough and unashamed to say, Pastor, I said that prayer with you and I'm flat.